Today we're talking about the five reasons why others should listen to the INFJ. The INFJ isn't the person who wants to stay in the forefront. The INFJ isn't the person who necessarily wants to be the center of attention. So when an INFJ tells you something, there's a reason for it. So today we're talking about the five reasons why others should listen to the INFJ because if the INFJ makes a statement, if the INFJ has something to say, there's a reason for it. Before we get started, remember if you haven't done this so far to download the free poster on the INFJ Epic Life Formula or on the five pillars to an INFJ. And if you wanna take it to the next level, then get the INFJ Epic Life Audio Guide. Everything you need to know, you can find in the links in the description. Reason number one, why others should listen to the INFJ is because the INFJ has probably experienced it already. See, if we're talking about something, we're probably not talking about some political situation. We're probably not talking about some historical information. We're probably talking about the human nature. We're talking about how other people react in certain situations. We're talking about how to overcome insecurities. We're talking about personal development. We're talking about like looking into oneself, all of those things that we have spent so much time you know, analyzing, not just, you know, as a theory, but also because we've gone through it. And once we've gotten those learning effects, one, we have learned our lessons, we want to share them because it seems like this is our obligation. We see another person is suffering. We see something they don't see for some reason. How can we stay quiet? And so, of course, we want people to listen because we know what we're talking about. We've experienced this and we just have good intentions in that scenario. That being said, are people going to listen? No. Most cases they won't because you need to have a certain understanding in order to get where you're coming from. And those people wouldn't be in those situations if they had the insight that what you're saying is correct. So what are we going to do about this? Are we just going to keep quiet? Well, that's not my way to go. I honestly believe if you feel like it's on you to say something, say something. We just don't have to feel guilty about other people not following through. And we should also not like, you know, choose when to say it, when not to say it. It's like, you know, that's just who I am. That's the reality I see. And if another person has the right to live out their truth, which they have, you have the right to live out your truth. You don't have to numb yourself. And I'm not just talking about speaking it out, also living it out. Very often we're not living out our truth because we're afraid of if other people see that, how it will make them feel, that this will bring out their insecurities because they see that we don't have them and we're pretty much being a mirror of everything that they don't like about themselves. That is not on us. And that is something that we have to practice, but trust me, the more you lean into it, the easier it will get. Reason number two why other people should listen to the INFJ is because we're very aware of other people's insecurities. We can see what they're hiding from themselves. We can see what they're struggling with. We can see how they're overcompensating. Those things are rather easy to see for an INFJ. Other types don't have it as easily as INFJs when it comes to like really seeing that. And very often this seems so obvious to us that we pretty much approach another person in a way of, you know, you have insecurities in this area, you're overcompensating in this way. And so, you know, just stop and it will be better. Of course, we're not going to say that, but sometimes it comes out in our demeanor, in the way we speak to that person and they get really, really angry because for them, this is something that they might not even be aware of, that they're hiding from themselves. And if they're aware of it on some level, they believe nobody else is aware of that. Because guess what? Most people aren't. 
But so if you as an INFJ are aware of those insecurities, then you're seeing that and you wanna help that person. Most INFJs are not going out into the world they see another person's insecurities and then they think that's an opportunity to hit them where it hurts. No, we actually see that they have some insecurity, something that they're overcompensating and we know how to fix that, how to overcome that and what actually to look into. And it might be a painful process, but in the end we're doing it because we know they're going to be better off in the end. We've probably gone through it ourselves. We've seen other people going through it. And so this is something that, you know, people should trust us in, but again, they won't. In most cases, those pain points are just so raw that they're not able to handle it as if it was another person and look at it objectively. We just have to be aware of that. Again, is this a reason why we shouldn't open our mouth? No. Speak your truth, live out your truth. Again, this doesn't mean that you have to go up to another person and say, oh, I see that you're overcompensating. You're talking really loudly in order to, you know, hide the fact that you actually feel rather weak. You know, that's not what I'm talking about, but that's, you know, not what the INFJ does. In most cases, we actually make ourselves small. We act in a way how we're not provoking the other person. We're doing that in order to not rock the boat. But is this really in everybody's best interest? It's not because the truth is you are strong in a certain area. You know what's going on. You know that that person is overcompensating. And so that shouldn't be a reason why you should make yourself small. They have to deal with the fact that a person like you exists in the world. You are not the worst person in the world. You're not the only person who can ever make them feel uncomfortable. And actually, it's not you who's making them uncomfortable to begin with. It is not your responsibility to alter yourself so you don't rub people the wrong way. You are going to be authentically you and then it's on others to see and find a way to deal with that because they have to deal with themselves all their life. They have to understand that's how I go through life and it's on them to find a way to make it happen. It's like saying, okay, you know, one person cannot deal with rain, so therefore we're going to stop the rain. No, the rain is going to happen. It's part of nature. And so every person has to find a way to deal with rain. And that's how you should look at yourself. Not saying that being an INFG is in any way negative. Rain doesn't have to be negative either. You know, you need rain in order to make you know, the planet work. Um, so just be aware of your strength and who you are and what you see. That is your given right. This is your birthright. You have the prerogative to be your strongest version whenever you feel like it and not feel like you have to, you know, make it small in order to make other people comfortable. People should listen to you when it comes to those things. If they do, it's on them, but it's definitely not a reason for you to keep yourself small because the truth is you're actually not saying anything that isn't true. You're not living out anything that isn't true. And uh, people should actually look at what you're doing and take some information out of that and grow from it. Reason number four why others should listen to the INFJ is because we do have good intentions. A lot of people go out into the world and they don't have bad intentions. We actually very often have good intentions when we say something to another person because we want to help. We want to help them psychologically. We want to help them understand themselves. And this actually comes from a selfish place. It's not just altruistic. It is just, oh, I see how those things play together. This is my gift to the world. This is what I'm good at. This is 
how I could bring value. This is how I can be beneficial to a situation. This is something I could get appreciated for. So if you look at it from that perspective, that means that if an INFJ is being selfish, they're actually wanting to help another person. So that increases the chance that if an INFJ is telling you something that you should listen to them because they have good intentions. They have good intentions even from a selfish standpoint because it makes us feel good to help others in this way. So I've never met an INFJ who's telling things to another person in such a way because we wanna bring them down. No, we actually have good intentions and that's one more reason why others should be listening to the INFJ. Reason number five why others should listen to an INFJ is because we can be very kind, we can be very comforting, we can be very you know, forthcoming, but when others are rude, beware. And I really mean it from the perspective of people should listen to an INFJ. They should not dismiss an INFJ because it's not in their best interest. At some point, we will snap. At some point, we will not take the disrespect. And then we'll say something, then we'll act in a way that just shows the other person we knew all along that you had insecurities. We knew all along that you were overcompensating. We knew all along that you know, you're know you not really strong in this area, but you pretend to. And again, we don't even have to say it. It's just the way we go through life. It's the way we hold ourselves. It's the way we talk. It's how we interact with that person. And so that is one more reason why other people should listen to an INFJ, because if we're saying something, it comes from a good place. We don't expect others to drop everything in order to listen to us. We just want decency. What we give to others, we want it back. And so people should be aware of that. And if they're not listening to us when we're being really reasonable, they should be aware that at some point, if they keep disrespecting us, there will be a reaction. And this reaction will come from our strong core. That reaction will not be beautiful. It will probably hurt your ego. And it's something we sometimes cannot control because we've bottled it up for so long that once it bursts, it is really uncomfortable. We've all broken egos. We've all made other people feel uncomfortable. We don't actually like it, but it's one more reason why people should listen to us. So these situations don't happen. Like it's not in their best interest to begin with. That being said, you don't have to get into those situations. Like I have really learned for myself in order to avoid those blowouts, don't ever bottle anything up. Like if somebody says something to you that is not in alignment with your truth, directly speak out your truth, live out your truth, even if it's different than what the other person believes, even if it might make the other person uncomfortable, you're actually doing it because you want to give that relationship the best chance it has for the future. And that relationship can be everything from acquaintance to, you know, coworkers to, you know, romantic relationship, whatever. The point is just as long as you keep bottling something up, making yourself smaller, dimming your light, at some point you will let it out because you just cannot do this for the long haul. You cannot do it forever. We can do it for a very long time, but at some point we're going to snap. At some point we will take charge of our reality again because we know otherwise we will have a reality break. Like we cannot live in other people's worlds for too long. And I've really done it for a long time. Like I've done it for years, but then I understood like that person is never going to get it. I am sacrificing so much and you know, that's just not a way to live. And so I really encourage you be yourself, be yourself always as much as you possibly can. I'm not that naive to think like that I'm acting this way all the time. We can all be better at this. 
But, you know, just because you're choosing you, that does not make you a bad person. That does not make you less empathetic. It will just make you a person with healthy boundaries. And I promise you, you will have less and less of those situations where it actually has to get uncomfortable. It gets uncomfortable a little bit in the beginning because people understand rather quickly what you're about. And then they can decide, is this somebody that I want to have in my life? Or is this somebody I cannot handle because their intensity is too much for me? That's for them to decide. You know, I always like to say, if I'm too much for you, go find something less. But that's not your decision to make and it's not your responsibility. You be yourself as much as possible in order to have the energy to take the steps in order to create your epic life. Remember, if you want some more guidelines how to make that happen, check out the free posters and get the INFJ Epic Life audio guide. Everything you need to know, you can find in the links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in line with today's topic, then watch why the true INFJ is so intimidating.